In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Once a year, the church calendar explicitly honors the Trinity on Trinity Sunday. Although this is an annual celebration, our worship of the Trinity is embedded in the liturgy we recite every week. We give honor to the Trinity in our Eucharistic prayer. We confess the three persons in the Nicene Creed. We cross ourselves when we receive the blessing of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Every Sunday, we worship the God who is one in three and three in one. But how often do we pause and ask ourselves how well we understand the words we say? Trinity Sunday provides an opportunity to renew our focus on this divine mystery. The Holy Trinity is famously difficult to understand. Listen to what St. Gregory of Nazianzus, a great Trinitarian theologian of the fourth century, has to say. To us there is one God. And all that proceeds from him is referred to as one, though we believe in three persons. For one is not more and another less God, nor is one before and and another after. Nor are they divided in will or parted in power. Nor can you find here any of the qualities of divisible things, But God is undivided in separate persons. These are true and compelling words, but who who among us can honestly say we understand the God St. Gregory describes? A professor of mine once said, the Holy Trinity is not a problem to be solved, but a mystery to be appreciated. The Trinity is not a riddle or a mathematical enigma that, if deciphered, gives us a full understanding of God. This is something we as humans will never have. As creatures, we will never fully comprehend our Creator. God will always be a mystery. The doctrine of the Trinity attests to this. That being said, The incomprehensibility of God should not dissuade us from continually striving to understand him. We shouldn't tell ourselves that if God can't be fully understood, why bother even trying? God will always reward our prayerful efforts to know him better. He will lead us deeper into the mystery of his being and give us new life in the process. Which is why we shouldn't interpret God's mysteriousness as a reluctance to reveal himself. Holy Scripture testifies to God's deep desire 
to make himself known. He wants to show us who he is. God reveals himself in Holy Scripture in Trinitarian terms, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. There are obvious examples of this, like when Jesus tells his disciples to go to the ends of the earth, baptizing in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Or when the heavens are torn open at Jesus' baptism and the Holy Spirit descends on him as a dove and the Father declares Jesus his well-beloved Son. Christ's incarnation also allows us a glimpse of the Trinity when the Most High sends his Holy Spirit upon the Virgin Mary with a gift of his eternal Son. In the decades immediately following Christ's death, St. Paul speaks of the three persons of the Trinity as if this were common knowledge among the earliest Christians. The doctrine of the Trinity is embedded in Scripture, and we follow in the footsteps of the first Christians when we confess God as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But what does all this mean for you and me, who are trying to live out the will of God in our daily lives? The persons of the Trinity are not passive ideas, but active in the lives of the faithful, ever drawing us into their loving embrace. In our readings this morning, we hear of the intimate work of the Holy Spirit in the life of each believer. St. Paul says that as followers of Christ, we have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry out to God the Father as his children. How wonderful it is that the Holy Spirit is at work deep inside each one of us, forever drawing us towards the Father and making us more and more like his Son. C.S. Lewis writes that the whole dance or drama or pattern of the triune God is to be played out in each one of us, or putting it the other way around, each one of us has got to enter that pattern, take his place in that dance. There is no other way to the happiness for which we were made. If you want to get warm, you must stand near the fire. If you want to be wet, you must get into the water. If you want joy, power, peace, eternal life, you must get close to or even into the thing that has them. They are not a sort of prize which God could, if he choose, just hand out to anyone. They are a great fountain of energy and beauty springing up at the very center of reality. If you are close to it, the spray will wet you. If you are not, you will remain dry. 
Once a man is united to God, how could he not live forever? Once a man is separated from God, what can he do but wither and die? You see, the Trinity is not a theological abstraction, but a reality that's transforming us and eagerly drawing us into its loving embrace. The Father desires to pour out his eternal love onto his adopted children just as he pours his love onto his only begotten Son. God invites us into his inner life for all eternity. The Holy Spirit, which dwells in each of us, yearns to include us in the everlasting love between the Father and Son. This is what the triune God is up to. He is, in the words of Lewis, making each of us into a little Christ. The whole purpose of becoming a Christian is simply nothing else, to become a little Christ. Lewis continues, The whole offer which Christianity makes is this, that we can, if we let God have his way, come to share the life of Christ. If we do, we will be sharing a life which has always existed and always will exist, Christ the Son of God. If we share in this kind of life, we shall also be sons of God. We shall love the Father as he does. He came into the world and became a man in order to spread to other men the kind of life he has. The choice is up to us. Do we allow the Holy Spirit to draw us to the very center of reality, or do we choose our own way? Do we place ourselves under the waters eternally springing from the Father, or do we choose the desert of self? Let us allow the Spirit to transform us into little Christs and enjoy the happiness for which we were all made. Let us become heirs of the kingdom prepared for us from the creation of the world. Amen. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.